and welcome to Steve and Roland's Beer Podcast. Number 235. 235? Anything interesting you can tell me, Steve? Yes, in Manchester there is a casino called Manchester 235. Thrilling, thank you. So if you wish to gamble, they are open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week for all of your gambling needs. This podcast is brought to you in association with Manchester 235. I don't think we're in association with anybody, are we? No. No, nobody, nobody wishes to associate with us. <laughs> yes, we are unassociable. I got stopped the other day by somebody at Brood by Numbers birthday party who said, Are you Steve Layton from Steve and Roland's Beer wow. Podcast fame? Hello, listener. Hello, one listener. Why were we in the same place? What are the chances? Um, no, that was very nice. Very nice. And Brood by Numbers birthday party was nicer. The celebration double hopped. Is it a deeper or an eeper? I can't remember which, but... The double dry hopped. Yeah. Thingy, yeah. Yeah, delicious. Excellent. Very, very delicious. Yeah, I was envious of that. I saw you were down there. And the nice new... The big new cans. Yes, which you... I brought you a can back. Yeah, 500 mils. Pretty, quite pretty. Quite delicious as well. Um, and um, I also carried across all over London and all the way back a case of beers that I'm not meant to have because they're not released yet, but it was very exciting. Cool. I got, I got stash, <laughs> yeah, which was very nice. But yes, good fun, good fun. And uh, thank you to Brood by Numbers for inviting me to their birthday party. They gave me free beer for a couple of hours, nice. which was lovely. Um, um, enjoyed it very much. Speaking of beers you weren't meant to have, yes, I drank a beer this week that... I wasn't meant to have. Well, I was, but I, I drank it after it's released. So there we are, disclaimer. Um, if you were at Indie Man, you may have been lucky enough to try Elusive's uh, Throxhead's Old Unobtainable, which is the barley wine they brewed um, for kind of in memory of Simon Johnson, along with the guys from Otter's Tears um, to to raise money for charity. So. You can you now do get a lot it for charity, don't you, Roland? I, I certainly drink for charity when, when presented with that opportunity. Mm. Um, yeah, so the it's available on the Otters Tears web short store now, um, and it's delicious. It's had some input from the recipe, had input from uh, Colin, formerly of Buxton, now of Brother Monk, and mm. Dom at Thornbridge, I believe, as well as a couple other people. So, and Andy at Elusive has done a really, really good job. It's a delicious barley wine. Mm. So, yeah, Let's go and drink this beer. Yeah. I also got to meet a hero of mine Ooh. last week. Which one? Martin Dickey from Brewdog. Very exciting. He's a nice man. I liked him a lot. You like nice people? Yes. Yes, no, very It's kind enjoyable. of nice when, the, when you meet people and go, actually, you're quite nice in yeah. real life. Yeah, really, really nice guy. I was super pleased to meet him and he was very interesting and very knowledgeable and very fun, so it was good. Yeah. Right, let's drink beer anyway. So this week's beer comes from Brixton. It does. Brixton not brewery. literally from Brixton. It comes from a brewery in Brixton. Brixton didn't decide to give everybody some beer. It might have done. Mm. See, kind of like... See, Brixton has such negative connotations for me. Growing up in the 80s, you know, the whole Brixton riots thing and... Um, you know, listening to the specials and things like that. Maybe you have a very negative view of Brixton. But Brixton actually is kind of uber trendy. It is. And maybe that that contributes to my problem with Brixton Brewery. Mm. So I looked at the beer and thought, oh, it's good. I've had stuff from Brixton before. And I went and looked it up and I've not had anything from Brixton before. No. I've seen their bottles. Yeah, me too. And I've thought I've drunk their beers. But they're... 
the the look I think is like it's got that trendy look, yeah. that books that London look, um, and it just blurs with all the other ones to me. I I just I've failed to realise actually I've not drunk anything from them. We haven't talked about these for a while, but the labelling, I love I love the textures. Like feel the bee. Yeah, I like the texture. I love the texture. I don't like the rest of the look. No, I don't I don't like the design so much, and I think that's a personal thing. I can understand why it might appeal to some and not to me, but I love the texture. Like that label for me is like that's a quality label. The, the texture's really nice. Yeah. Somebody's done some like a lot of work on. And even on the, the, the bottled on one, it's smoother on there than it is on the red. I like I really like that. I can't I'll stop fingering the bottle. No, you can keep keep enjoying playing with your bottle. No, I don't wish to keep fingering my bottle. Um, so tell me a little bit about Brixton Roland. What do you know? So they were founded in 2014. Mm-hmm. So we, sorry, 2013, I think actually it was. And they're quite a, a newish brewery founded by a two couples who kind of got to know each other over beers um, and decided they wanted to do brewery. Now, again, we fall into that little trap where I've been reading up on the website and it doesn't really reveal a huge amount. Yeah. You know, their beers are a combination of bold hops and malt with yeast flavours. Yeah. Um, inspired by traditional British beers, but also taking a modern twist. Zesty hops and dark malts for a smooth mouthfeel. English tradition meets new world flair. Yeah. I, I really struggle with reading these ones that absolutely don't tell me anything about where it's going to fit. Because I've heard everything from the most traditional British brewers to very, very modern, weird-tasting beers described in almost exactly the same way. So do you know why it's called Ephra? It's named after the River Ephra, mm. which flows through Brixton. Underneath Brixton. Underneath Brixton. As most of the rivers in London these days are yeah. now, they're buried underneath. Mm. It goes into the Thames. So it's one of the ones that comes out, goes into there. I believe. So, listen to the description. Our fresh, feisty amber ale is perfect for deep thirsts. I don't drink beer because I'm thirsty. If I'm thirsty, I drink water. If I'm thirsty and drink beer, I'll drink way too much beer. Um, It's all about balance with this one, fusing a rich malt base with a complex blend of hops. Ephra is aromatic, uplifting, and goes down incredibly easy. Sounds like a girl I used to go out with. (laughs) So so I'm going to say this this is their... What somewhere between pale ale and bitter type thing. It's your core. I fancy a beer. Here's a beer. Yeah. Thing. What's the strength? It's not very high, is it? Um, it I hope not. Taste, four and a half. Yeah. It tasted four. I, was, I think it tastes less actually. I was going to say four, four and a half. If you said it was three and a half, I'd kind of believed you. Yeah. I think what's what the problem here for me is is I'm not really getting any of those zesty new world hops. Now, if you said it's just an amber ale that isn't hopped up, I might believe you, but I don't really feel hopped up at the moment. I actually, I get a bit of hop flavour. What I really I get a bit, but I don't feel like I'm. It's not big monster hops. Mm. It's not like it could do with a bit more chewiness for me. Mm. It's a little bit too thin. You um, know that thing we talk about with the metallicness when they're a little thin. Yeah. I do get a little bit of that metallicness on my teeth. Which is odd because you say it's a nice amber colour, and usually that means you use those. The, the slightly darker malts and I know they've I was reading about the this online I haven't got the list in front of me but it was they use caramel malt and some of those uh, the Belgian and German kind of debitten malts which can help give you a bit of kind of texture and mouth feel 
and we don't really seem to have got that. No, it feels like they've gone a little bit generic for me. Like they've gone a little bit safe with this beer. It's like, it, and if it is core range, then I guess you can't punish them for that. But I'm not. I'm not feeling love. Uh, I'm not feeling wow. I want to carry on drinking this beer. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. If I'd opened it at home, I'd be like, why didn't I open the other one? It's, I, I think the. The hops are kind of okay. They're pleasant. It's forty IBUs, so it's, that's pretty low in terms of modern, modern hopping regimes. And I'm just not getting the hop. I'm getting, I'm, as you say, I'm getting a shoulder and a hint. But like, if you claim that your beer is aromatic, uplifting, and has a complex blend of hops, I could go with aromatic and complex blend of hops. I'm not sure I could go with. I don't think I can go with zesty. Compl- hey, do you know it's a complex blend of hops? Well, that's the best thing about them. complex, isn't it? You can't taste them. Though. Is, is complex not like like a hiding word for saying there's lots of different stuff here? So we we're not gonna. You can't really pick out any individual strong flavors. I'm ready to go. I think. Oh. Yeah, I, I I made my decision on this one. Um, it's pretty boring. It's okay. I'm not upset. I'm not going to throw the glass up the wall and walk out in a diva kind of you know tantrum. But it's not great. I love I love the label. I'm I, I don't like the design. I I really I I love texture. I love mouth texture, but I also love tactile texture. Yeah. And I think I I really love that bottle. Um, I, I, I can see somebody spent a lot of time thinking about it. But unfortunately, the beer inside of said bottle lets it down a little bit. Um, I'm also surprised by the bottle cap. It's like, if you're going to do a boring bottle cap, just do a boring normal colour bottle cap. Don't buy a blue bottle cap that doesn't really match with anything else on the bottle. Like, that, like somebody spent a long time designing that. Nobody consulted the designer about the cap. They just no, they forgot true. to email him about it. And it's little things like that that just let this beer down. It's not good. It's not great. It's not bad. It's okay. And there's enough okay beer out there already. I'm going to go six... Yeah, I'm unlike you. I kind of quite like the hop character. I would like the volume turned up, but what's there? I actually quite like the flavors. Um, I do find the whole thing a little thin on the malt for something that I think is really like a modern day version of a bitter. Mm. It's somebody with like trying to put a modern twist on a best bitter, and it, it kind of needs a bit more malty body to it. And those needs hops more punch, cowbell. Does need some more cowbell, and the the hops punching up a little bit more. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit underwhelmed on that. Um, and I'm going to agree with you and go for six as well. Okay. Agreement. Yeah. I think the world's just about to come off its axis. And on that bombshell that we actually agreed, we should maybe drink up and shut up. I think we should. The world is... Done. <laughs>